0: Morning.
1: Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. It's
0: getting rolling here. It's Tuesday morning. I really i am amazed by this. I was just reading the article. Somehow, this whole Robert Wagner, Natalie Wood thing has come back up into the news. Holy 1986. 1981? Really? 1981 is wow. when, when she died, fell off the boat. and yeah, wait, Hold and on long, a second. You're they long, using the bunny quotes. Yeah, fell they, off the boat. They've long suspected that her husband at the time, Robert Wagner, the famous actor, he was number two in Austin Powers. Yeah, he um, was also,
1: wasn't also Christopher Walken on that boat? Christopher Walken was yeah, on the boat
0: also. A terrible, terrible tragedy. You only asked that so you could do the yes, interview. Yes, I did. Absolutely. Uh, but it's weird. The L.A. County sheriffs are like, we're going to take one last shot at solving this crime. <laughs> <laughs> We said that, that happened back in nineteen eighty one. Yeah. It's it's been a while.
1: Yeah. It's been a while. I mean, uh I mean, is, I it, any, is anybody who's even yeah, associated? I mean, I, mean, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you got you to think to yourself, this is almost 40 years ago. Robert Wagner was probably in his 40s when that happened, 50s right. when it happened. Right, So uh, he's close to 80 or 90. Yeah. Is anybody involved in this even still alive? If they are, Robert Wagner will kill them. <laughs> oh, no. Allegedly. 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 <clears throat> report. Yes. He's, a, he's considered a person of interest, which in Robert Rag- Wagner's world today, the fact that anybody is interested in what yeah. he's
0: doing yeah. is pretty good. Yeah. Well, he's Robert- had a pretty decent Career, though. Yeah, he was on yeah. I Spy, right? I Spy. Yeah, he was on I Spy. No, no, not I Spy. That right. was uh, that wasn't Robert Wagner. That was Robert Culp. Oh, so Robert Wagner will now change his name to Robert Culpable? There possibly. You go. Yeah. Very nice. You
1: remember I Spy, yeah. right?
0: I Spy was Robert Culp and Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby, yeah. yeah. But Robert Culp, not Robert Wagner. I know. I got him confused. Robert Wagner's show was "It Takes a Thief." That was his early show. Uh, I don't remember seeing. <laughs>
1: I'm not going to lie to you, uh, based upon the two
0: theme songs, I would rather watch this show. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm sure Robert Wagner was It Takes a Thief. Robert Culp was I Spy. Yeah, this is I Spy. Yeah. It Takes a Thief has a cooler theme. Yeah, much cooler
1: theme. Yeah, I would much rather watch that show right there. Absolutely. You know what the LAPD are doing right now? What? They're considering hiring private detectives to solve this case. Really? Yes. Specific private detectives. (laughs) Detectives. That's a husband and wife team.
0: My boss, Jonathan Hunt. Such a fake millionaire. He's quite a guy. Heart to heart. Yeah.
1: Also Robert Wagner. This is Mrs. A. And Stephanie Powers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What a terrific lady. This is her butler. Yeah, Max, I think. Am I right? Yep. By the way, my name is Max. Hell yeah. yeah. I take care of them, which ain't easy. Disco. Because their hobby is murder. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Heart to heart. That's the story of a millionaire and his wife. Who, who solved, solved crimes. crimes in their spare time? This yeah. is the dumbest idea ever. Aside from Quincy, who was the coroner who solved crimes in his spare time, not to be confused with Marcus Welby, MD, who was a doctor who solved crimes <laughs> no, in his was. spare time. No, he no, was no. just a doctor. Oh, all right, um, all right. No, that was a uh, yeah. That was a, a fantasy show for sure. How about millionaires how about, who solve crimes just for the hell of it in their about, spare time? How about Murder
1: She Wrote, which is the son kind of an deal. elderly woman yeah. who solves crimes? Yeah, or a mystery writer who solves crimes in her spare time. Exactly. You know what I've noticed is a lot of people have a lot of spare time back in the 80s. You get
0: enough money, you got a lot of spare time. Yeah, I would think so, yeah. It's time now for some Mark and Neanderthal Fake Facts. Certainly. We'll take some fake news, alternative facts, and just mix them together and make them fake facts. Well, you think it's that easy? You just throw stuff together and and make it up and and tell people and they'll believe it? Well, you gotta mix it properly. You whip it
1: with a whisk. Ah, right, yes. Mm -hmm. There you go. That's the important fake fact whisk. Which is available now at your local dollar value store. I'm not sure. Everything you're about to hear has been made up for your edification and misinformational purposes. Yep. Since we were just talking
0: about this, I'll pass this along. Uh, Robert Wagner and Natalie Wood used to love to dance to the... the you all right over there? You want to try it Let's again? Start again? Let's start right there from the
1: get. Yeah. Hold on a second. Let's just uh, we'll do this. It's time now oh, for wait. some Mark and Neanderthal
0: fake fact. All right, all right go ahead. There you go. Nobody heard that. Robert Wagner and Natalie Wood used to love to dance to the song by the Hughes Corporation. Rock the boat. Rock the boat. Don't rock the boat, baby. Rock the boat. Don't get the boat over. Rock the boat. Don't rock the boat.
1: How long do you need me to look at this go so you can compose yourself? I can go for another three and a half minutes. Too soon? I think. I, I, way too
0: late. I think. <laughs> Nineteen eighty-one loves that joke. Hey, if you've ever danced to that joke about what wood washes up on shore, uh, <laughs> don't hate me. <laughs> Did you know that the National Weather Service
1: has three employees who do nothing but watch for clouds that look like animals? <laughs>
0: That, really seems a like, job. that seems like government waste spending is what I that would, is. That I seems would like, like that, that yeah, job. Yeah, I bet you would. The last person to put his nose to the grindstone had to have reconstructive surgery <laughs> to fix his severely injured nose. A <laughs>
1: 150 pound person weighs 165 pounds in Canada. I'm sure you knew that. Nice. Yeah. Exchange rate, of course. Yeah, it's metrics. It's where it really is. Base 10 versus base 12. As a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity
0: for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking Time Out for Spanish. Good morning, it's Mark and Paul. Who's there? This is Matthew. Hey, Matthew, we're going to play Time Out for Spanish. We'll give you a Spanish language phrase and then three English language choices that you can translate from. Are you up to this task, sir? I believe so. All right, then. All right, I'm going to give you a clue this time around. These are all
1: Super Bowl-related Spanish phrases, okay? Okay. Considering the Super Bowl just happened on Sunday and the Eagles won, we will give you a Super Bowl-related phrase, all right? Okay. Here is your Spanish phrase.
0: Felicitaciones a los Patriotas de Nueva Inglaterra por la ropa de varios millones de personas en los países del tercer mundo con su campeón de Super Bowl camisetas. Did
1: you hear that? (laughs) Uh, yes. Do you need to hear it again? (laughs) I think so. I'm not sure we have that kind of time, but here you go.
0: (laughs) Felicitaciones a los Patriotas de Nueva Inglaterra por la ropa de varios millones de personas en los países del tercer mundo con su campeón de Super Bowl camisetas.
1: All right. Does that phrase mean? A. Congratulations to the New England Patriots, Tom Brady, for once again becoming the NFL MVP and playing in his eighth Super Bowl. B. Congratulations to the Philadelphia Eagles on their first Super Bowl championship. Or C, congratulations to the New England Patriots for clothing several million people in third world countries with their Super Bowl champion t-shirts. Which one is it? I'm going to guess C. Yes, yes it is, yes. A little bit of philanthropy courtesy of the New England Patriots. That's exactly why they lost the game.
0: That's right. The giveaway was camisetas, which is t-shirts. Yes, it's a humanitarian effort on
1: the part of Robert Kraft and company. Oh, that's great for them. Congratulations. Hang on the line.
0: You've won in time out for Spanish. Just Thank in case you. you're, just in case you're not aware, I think the practice for a long time was, you know, they make up Super Bowl T-shirts for each team, right? You know, championship T-shirts, because they didn't know who was going to win, right? And the one that didn't win, such as the Patriots this past Sunday, they would take all that merchandise, the hats that said World Champion Patriots, right, and send it off to third world countries, yes, for charity. And, yeah. Do they
1: still do it? Yes, absolutely. Okay, yeah, those those shirts are already printed up. Yeah, I no, mean, I know what, they're already in the locker room. I mean, there's there's literally a guy. Hey. hey. There's a guy, and now it had to suck this time around because the Super Bowl was sort of, uh, you know, the, the, it was questionable through the end. You're talking, there's like 90 guys on the team. There are guys that have to actually put a Super Bowl champion T-shirt into every player's locker yeah. before the end of the game. They have to hang it up in there. Yeah. yeah. So if you're sitting there with like five minutes left in the game and there's no decision being made, there's basically two guys with two T-shirts <laughs> going, Jesus, what'd this thing get over with? Will somebody score? Please get this. <laughs> like that's got to be a suck job on Super Bowl Sunday.
0: Or you hang them all up in both locker rooms, and then when the game's over. You better run through one of those locker rooms and take them and all just down. Grab, very yeah, grab quickly. one of them. Yeah. yeah. Let's face it; they had like one for each player for the Eagles. They probably had four for each of the players for the Patriots because right, they yeah. assumed they were going to win. So yeah, that was pretty it.
1: it was pretty much it. So, yep. Now, lots and lots of third world nations are going to be clothed thanks to Robert
0: Kraft and his band of merry failures. Time out for Spanish weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. I'm just uh, reading up on the show uh, this is us. I didn't watch the episode after the Super Bowl the other night because I'd right. actually watched some of the some, some of the show. and uh, not only does the main character die, and these are spoilers, so be careful. Now, now this is the one that that this is the one that everybody was freaking out over for the uh, the crockpot thing The right? crockpot. yeah, right, yeah, but uh, now also, one of the reasons the guy died in the fire was the family had a faulty smoke detector. Is there anything worse than that? You're, you're getting ready for bed. You're getting under the covers. You're, you're starting to get all warm and cozy, just about to drift off, and you hear that sound. Yeah, no, it's it's one of those things. It's like the, uh, you know, it's it's, a, it's a slightly more
1: annoying than the dripping faucet that's in, you know, the one that's it's, like, or, or your toilet. Remember, like if you've got the toilet with the, the gasket that's not doing well, and all right. of a sudden your toilet runs for a little while? Yeah. Uh, but you you say to yourself when you hear it, you're like, well, you know, it's not that bad. I can probably make it through one night of this, and then tomorrow I'll just go get another 9-volt battery. Yeah. Which Because let's face it, that's the only thing in your house, I think, that still uses a 9-volt battery. Yeah, other than your tongue. You right, know, exactly. You can, you yeah, know, well, yeah, well, zapping your tongue, that's, how you know. That's how you know if the smoke detector is working right, right? <laughs> you go up to it, you take the battery
0: out of it, you put it on your tongue, and you say to yourself, well, this battery still feels good. Why is this thing doing this? Actually, I don't need to test my smoke detectors. I know they work because I'm married to a woman who likes to cook on a high flame. So <laughs> I'm always like— Hold on <laughs> a second. I would like to note at
1: this point, point of parliamentary procedure, that woman is not listening to Mark and in the Interpol <laughs> no, at this very moment right now. You she's at her place of employment already. She's a great cook. She's a phenomenal uh-huh. cook, but she
0: cooks back, 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 back on back, a back, high back. flame. No, half the time I'm like, babe, that, and she's easily distractible too. So she'll walk away. <laughs> I'm like, babe, that 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 pot's on kind of a high flame. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, the, every smoke detector's going off. We got the windows open. I've got the back door opening, closing, opening, closing, trying to fan things out and got the ceiling fans on. It's the worst. Nothing like having to run into a CVS at like 1030 at night on like a Sunday or something. Right. And have the guy behind the counter know exactly what your life is happening, what's <laughs> happening in your life right now. He's like, ah, smoke detector malfunctioned, huh? Yeah. Well, yeah. what you got to do is you got to get condoms with it. Yeah. <laughs> just to throw them off the scent, yeah. you know, gotta, so to speak. Get, get more 9 volts. so yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So you're
1: ready for this? Yeah. Yesterday. The stock market experienced its biggest one-day point drop yeah. in history, and, and at one point, it dropped 800 points in 10 minutes. Yeah, 800 points in 10 minutes. Now, I'm not anybody that has any money in the stock market. I, I, I don't. I mean, I, I just I've never invested. Right. Uh, I barely have a 401k. I don't have much for a retirement, but I can tell you when stuff like that happens, I see my meager amount of money that's in in the in the market just dwindle away. I'm like, yeah. oh, I should have just happens. bought a scratch ticket. You got to run. Side just, just, just bought
0: a scratch ticket. And it would have been a, the same thing. The redneck retirement plan. Yeah, might yeah. as well
1: do that. You know, or, or how about uh, you know that uh, that scene in uh, Vegas vacation? How about Griswold? How about you give me fifty percent of the money and <laughs> I just take you out back and kick you in the nuts? <laughs>
0: that's just. I mean, that's really what's what happened yesterday. It's insane. Now, everybody, every every financial planner will tell you the thing to do now is to panic and to sell at a major loss. Right? right. Yes.
1: Exactly. No wait, No. Wait. No. Buy, buy high, sell low. Right. Isn't that? Isn't yes. that how that works right now? Yes. In fact, Bitcoin, which is which, two weeks ago I think was up over twelve thousand, is now below six thousand. Yeah. So it lost over fifty percent. Just think about this: the stock market drop yesterday was four percent. Bitcoin is off over fifty yeah. percent in a matter of the same time. Do you remember, so Don't don't invest in that. Don't do remember, just don't do it.
0: Do you remember Black Monday of nineteen eighty seven? Uh, no, I okay. was I was barely you know I was 19 years old okay. and in college. I didn't care. So my wife and I had gotten married on October 18th, which was a Sunday. I uh, look at you remembering dates. And that was the first day of our honeymoon. We were in we were in uh, Cancun. We were like, are we going to be able to get back into the country? Are you big time in me? The right stock now? market just went down, and uh, it was a but that was a drop from. I just looked it up. It was from about 2,200 down to about 1,700. That was the one where stock mark, uh stock market guys, stockbrokers, were jumping off of ledges and killing themselves. In 1987, yes. Oh, um, that was stock market. Was at what? It was at about 2,200. Now it's in 24,000. So it's more than ten times what yeah. it was then.
1: Just remember, a week ago it was around around 26,000. Yes, yeah. That's
0: yeah. there's that. Yeah, it was a major drop yesterday, but percentage wise, not that huge a deal. Right, the biggest point total ever, but you know, you know what? It, it's hard to understand some of this stuff. Right, just, just know that um, the stock market under President Trump and President Obama did a lot better and has done a lot better than it did under, say, President George W. Bush. And hey, at least, at least the stock market's doing well now. No. The stock markets at twenty six thousand right now. I had you guys down to a cool eight <laughs> k. Now, I'm no economer, but even I know... Even I know that was no bueno. You know? Yeah,
1: no. I mean, it could be a lot worse. I mean, you know, both Obama and Trump have uh, have done a nice job getting everybody's retirement ca- accounts back in order. Yes.
0: Yeah, and you know what? Don't panic. Hang in there. Yep. It's a long ride. We're re- talking about that. Just stuff.
1: keep in mind: in in 1987, the stock market went from 22 to like 1,500, right? Yeah. It's in the 24,000 range right now. <laughs> Those people that hung on are doing just fine. They really are. Yeah, they're doing just fine. Yep. So don't don't freak out over this thing. And keep in mind like 70% of Americans don't even have any money in the market right now. So it's, it's only the richest 1% who took a hit in the nuts yesterday. But now it's time for us to get into a little game we like to call Sports Riot Bingo. Now, I, I don't understand the philosophy behind this, but every time... A team wins a championship, whether it be the, you know, college national championship, the football national championship, Super Bowl, World Series, whatever it is, for some
0: strange reason, people feel the need to riot and burn their city down. And when you've been starved for a long time, like Philadelphia Eagles fans, it can sometimes be very exaggerated, these celebrations. All right, so we've decided to compare and contrast and test you on whether or not
1: these things actually occurred during a sports riot. We welcome Corey
0: and Kim to the program. Guys, here's what we're going to do. We're going to play Sports Riot Bingo. It's not actually bingo, but all you have to do is say yes or no. We're going to list what Philadelphia fans did when they were rioting on Sunday night after the Super Bowl. You say yes if you believe it actually happened and say no if you believe it didn't happen. first, right. Okay. The first person to get to three correct answers will be the winner, okay? All right. Got it. Here we go. Our first one. Was there a person standing on top of a moving car wearing just their underwear? Yes or no? Corey, yes or no? Yes. Kim, yes or no? Yes. Was there a group standing on a hotel awning making it collapse under their weight?
1: Yes. Yes, yes.
0: Yes. All right. Easy there, Kim. (laughs) Don't give it away to Corey. All right. All right. Were there fans kicking field goals with beer cans through the upright arms of the Rocky statue? Corey, yes or no? No. No. Kim, yes or no? No. No. Okay. We need a tiebreaker because you've each gotten the first three <laughs> correct. Did a fan eat
1: horse shit? Corey, yes or no? No. Kim, yes or no? No. We are still tied because a fan did eat
0: horse shit. Oh my gosh, you're kidding me. No, that happened. All right, let's keep going. (laughs) Did fans trash a convenience store? Corey, yes or no? Yes. Kim? Yes. All right, we're
1: still tied. Did fans try to sneak a keg into Philadelphia's City Hall? Corey, yes or no? No. I'm going to say yes. Kim, yes or no? No. We have a winner, and it is Corey. Corey, congratulations. Fans did
0: try to sneak a keg into Philadelphia's City Hall. We have no idea why. (laughs) Kim, you didn't win this time around, but we sure appreciate you playing.
1: Oh man! All right, thank
0: you. All right, we appreciate you playing, Corey. Hang on the line. You've
1: won in today's Sports Riot Bingo. Yeah, nice. Right, thank you. You're welcome, man. That's how we play it. I think we. I think that could be a fun game. We could yeah. play that almost every time every somebody time wins a championship, a big yeah. championship. And they did trash that convenience store too. So. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they're uh, still burning Philadelphia, as far as I know.
0: God, so many artists are announcing their farewell tours. What the hell is going on? Elton right. John did it. Leonard Skinnerd just announced it last week. All those concerts, by the way, they're coming to town. You can find out about them at kslx.com. And now uh, Paul Simon, legendary artist. I mean, this guy's been around since the late 60s. Yeah, and, and did mid-60s. some great,
1: did great work on Saturday Night Live, too. People forget. He has a great sense of humor.
0: Yes, he does. Yeah, he's, you know, he's, pretty, part, he's of that, part of that Silver Bells thing we play every Christmas. Yeah. yeah, the thing with Steve Martin, sure. Paul Simon is an absolute legend going on his farewell tour. So there are going to be some big crowds that he is playing to. So you know that it's well, it's well the
1: show's good. It's going to be called the Homeward Bound Tour. So I'm guessing he'll be a, a, a copious amount of Simon and Garfunkel music. in Yeah, it.
0: yeah. And there's yeah. going to be some big crowds. So I'll bet. Sure. I yeah. bet there's. I, I wonder. I think I know what his voicemail is going to be sounding like soon. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah.
1: sure. I'm sure the voicemail is probably the phone's already ringing off the hook. It yeah. only takes a second for the word to get out.
0: Garfunkel. Um, just wanted to catch up. No particular reason I'm calling, none at all. Uh, call me. I think you have my number. Hey, Paul, it's Art Garfunkel again. I, uh, somebody just told me you're doing a tour. What a coincidence. Anyway, let's catch up. Hey, Paul, it's, uh, it's Art Garfunkel again. Call me, uh, okay? Uh, my, uh, my schedule's wide open, so, uh, you should be able to catch me anytime. Call me. Hey Paul, it's Art Garfunkel. Listen, if you need somebody
1: to do uh, pretty much anything, you need somebody to sell T-shirts on your tour, whatever it might be. Uh, give me a call. Yeah, I'm guessing. Uh, I'm guessing his, his phone
0: his phone is probably yeah. loaded up with that. Well, Nobody Simon, else is going to be able to get a call in. At some point, Paul Simon's going to have to get back to, Arfunk, uh, get back to Art Garfunkel.
1: I would assume so. Yeah, but my guess is he won't be he won't be at all polite about it. No, yeah. go a little something like this. I think. Arthur, my old friend You're not involved, let's not pretend I can do all of those songs on my own You can call me, but I'll never be home When they ask me why I'll simply say when it's all said and done suffer from a glaring lack of talent. (laughs) Maybe something like that. I'm not sure. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud, huh? 100.7 KSLX.